All right, Fritzberg and Blood and Faith.com. It's the 19th of January, and I've been busy. I haven't been podcasting as much recently because I've been busy writing. And if you go to bloodandfaith.com, you will see that I started a series. I've generally called it War in the United States. You know, I've talked about a global war before and a civil conflict, call it civil civil war. And uh, I've said, I said the other day, when the New Year started, I said, they, lo- they won, we lost. And that is a true statement. Nevertheless, the war continues. If you don't want to call it a war, call it a conflict. Call it a low-intensity conflict. Call it an ideological conflict. It's definitely an ideological conflict. You can call it a spiritual conflict. Call it a spiritual conflict. Unfortunately, many evangelicals have reduced the idea of, of, of spiritual conflict to something that, I don't know, invisible angels flitting around in, in the ether somewhere. Oh, they're out there battling. And, and you know, fine, fine. But I, I can't, uh, <laughs> not much I can comment on that. I'm involved in that war. It's an ideological war. It's a war of ideas. It's a war of evangelism. It's a war of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was a war that began in the Garden of Eden when the Satan, the, uh, when the, the serpent, the snake, Satan came in there and he deceived Eve. That's where it started. And it has never stopped. He's a liar and he's a murderer. And he comes up to Eve and said, hey, Eve, I got a great idea. And it was a bad idea. It was an evil idea, but it sounded really good. That battle continues today. If you get queasy about calling this a war, call it whatever you want. But it was in full blossom when Jesus Christ walked the year 2,000 years ago. It was in full bloom. Jesus Christ shows right up, and he says, hey, man, y'all are a bunch of, you are the seed of the serpent. He told the Talmud followers, you are the seed of the serpent. You, you are it. They didn't leave any doubt, no doubt whatsoever. It wasn't open for interpretation. He comes out and he says it. You're the serpent's seed. Oh, yes, but he didn't say you're the uh, uh, seed of, of, of the serpent. No, he called him a brood of vipers. He called him a brood of vipers. That is the seed of the serpent. You want to get in more explicit? John 8, uh, 48. You are of your father the devil. And we've talked about this a lot here in Blood and Faith, but my, my point is this. The evangelical th- church thinks the war is over. They think the war has stopped. And, and, and they completely overlook the entire history of the Holy Scriptures from Genesis through the Gospels, through the book of Acts, through all of the epistles, through all the prophets, Right up through the end of the Revelation, there's a war going on. There's always been a war going on. And the church is so determined to find peace with the world and friendship with the world and reconciliation with the world. And they they wrap it up and they clothe it in, in the most wonderful of stated intentions. Their stated intentions is we just want to love people so that they learn to know the love of God and But when they do this, they betray Jesus Christ because they won't say what Jesus Christ said. They won't, they won't stand with Jesus Christ and say, hey, we recognize who the seed of the serpent is. We recognize who the brood of vipers is. They won't say that. And if let me tell you something. Once you dig into this stuff, you can't unsee it. And this is why the talented people are freaked out about what I'm talking about. They're, they don't like what I'm saying. How dare I? How dare I? They've worked so hard to convince the church 
that an antichrist people is somehow the people of God. They've worked hard at it. And, and, and I haven't done a real history of that, but they have worked. I've showed you snippets here and there. I mean, they're coming right out saying, hey, you know, we, you know, we don't understand it. The New Testament is utterly anti-Semitic, absolutely full of hatred towards Jews and Judaism. And yet these Christians, they're like our, our, our greatest ally for Jews in, 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 in Israel. And they say the, the secret is, and they, they say it, they say they, they've adopted the tactics of the Jews, and, and they're reinterpreting their anti-Semitic scriptures uh, with, with their man-made, with their traditions. I mean, they say it. I've read you guys this article in, in uh, Jerusalem Post. It's not the only place it's there. And they come out and said, this is what we're doing. We're helping our, and they call us Christian brothers, and we're not their brothers. Maybe the Judeo-Christians are. I'm certainly not. I'm not. I'm not their brother. And they said, we've got to keep, keep encouraging. If we can't ban these scriptures outright, we have to encourage them to build up a layer of tradition of men to undermine and overrule what the scriptures actually say, what they actually say. Now, for the evangelical out there who says, Fritz, I, I, don't, I, don't, I think uh, you're anti-Semitic, and I don't think the Scriptures say this. Well, the Jews do. The Jews agree with me. They're explicit. They said, look, the, <laughs> these Scriptures are utterly hostile to us. And I've, I've worked to explain this hostility. It's called an enmity. This enmity begins in Genesis 3.15. Enmity is a hatred unto death. And the church wanders around wondering where the Antichrist is, wondering when the big C-17 into the sky is going to come along and pick him up and haul him off to Disneyland in heaven. And the Antichrist rules on earth today through Satan's seat. Hello? The Antichrist is here now, physically here now, represented by a corporate body of antichrist people who explicitly as the matter of their core identity reject Jesus Christ serve satan and they're the body of the antichrist we talk about the church being the body of Christ the talmud people are the body of the antichrist oh i just don't believe that well start reading your bible and I've gone over this extensively. So here's my point. There is a war on. It's a full-on war. And this is, there's, there's a hatred towards the church, and there's a hatred towards whites. Deep, deep hatred towards white. Why? Because we're the only civilization on the face of the earth that converted to Jesus Christ and made Jesus Christ our king. We're the only one that did that. We're the only one. Africa didn't. Americas didn't. Until the Spaniards come. Asia didn't. Oh yeah, you got you know you got you know you got the the folks down in, in uh, Madras and Chennai. I mean, they converted when I think Thomas went there uh, two thousand years ago. You got little pockets here, little pockets there. You got the Ethiopian Coptic Church. You got the Egyptian Coptic Church. Uh, you know, you, you know, you've got you had a, a church in in uh, Persia, Parthia. But where does it go, man? Where does it go? It goes to Europe. It goes to Europe, and it took it took seed, man, and it grew 30, 60, and 100 fold. It took roots. And all the nations of Europe, man, they put the cross of Jesus Christ on their flags. They all did, from Greece to Finland, from Russia to Iceland. 
They put the cross of Jesus Christ on their flag. Some of that made its way to the New, new World, Dominican Republic, uh, named after Christian evangelists, the Dominicans. Got a country in, in the Western Hemisphere called El Salvador. North America was settled by English Christians, white Christians. Why do you think the Jews hate white Christians? <laughs> it goes back to Genesis 3.15. All these Christians are out there. They, they have no idea. And I listen to these, you know, these, these you know, brilliant men on, on podcasts, and, and they're good guys, and they, and they say good things, but they won't name the enemy. They won't. They won't, either out of fear, insecurity, cowardice, but I think it's likely ignorance. I think, I think a lot of it's just flat-out ignorance. Because once they understand this, it's going to rock their world. And then they're going to have to make a choice. And it's like, oh my God, if I say this, I will be destroyed. I'll be destroyed. They're going to destroy me. Hello. Welcome to the battle. Welcome to the battle. Well, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, well, what would you sign up for? Are you Christian or not? Are you Christian or not? I mean, who do you think murdered Jesus Christ? Who do you think murdered Stephen? Who do you think tried to kill all of the apostles, and, and many of them they did? Who do you think uh, delighted in the fact that, that James, the brother of Jesus Christ, was put to death? It was the Jews. Oh, but that's anti-Semitic. I don't care. I don't care. That's not a Bible word. If Jesus Christ is anti-Semitic, so am I, and I want to be. I want to be what Jesus Christ is. I want to say what Jesus Christ said. I want to be. I, I want to follow him, and 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 if if the people that hated him hate me, <laughs> there's something to be proud of that. But if the people that hate Jesus Christ love you, that's where you got to start asking yourself some questions. Why? Why is it? Is it because you're useful to them? It's because you renounce the words of Jesus Christ. Oh, I know I love Jesus, and I say what he says, except for the things that offend the Jews. Look, treason is, is a slippery slope. Treason is, is not something that, uh, you know, like I said, Judas didn't go up and, and with 14 spears and start chucking them in, into Jesus. He went up and he greeted him with a kiss. Uh, greetings, Rabbi. Gave him a kiss. Hey, all he did was point out who Jesus was. That's it. He didn't even testify against him. He didn't publicly say, ah, yeah, this guy's full. He didn't do any of that stuff. But if we won't, Mark 8, 28, if, 8, 8, 38, if you're, for, if you're ashamed of Jesus Christ and his words, he's very specific. I think Luke says the same thing, and his words, and his words. All right, but the point is this. There's a war going on. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 15 says, the Jews are the enemies of all mankind. All mankind. So you say, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not white, and they're not my enemies. Oh, yeah, according to the Holy Scriptures, they are. According to the Holy Scriptures, they are. You think people in the synagogue of Satan are your friends? Well, they're, 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 their synagogue is to God, not, not according to Jesus Christ. He says it twice, back to back, uh, uh, second and third chapters of the Revelation. They call themselves Jews, but they're liars. They're of a synagogue of Satan, and they... Work their evil sorcery and magic today. They work their magic today in 2023. That's why I say there's a war on now. And the goal is to wake people up. You're sleepwalking your way 
to the gulag, to the camp. You're being murdered now by a jab. And it's all the same people behind it. You're being lied to by the press that's owned by... Figure it out. Governments that are manipulated and controlled by blackmail, by everything that the Jews did to Jesus Christ and the apostles. They blackmailed Pilate. The Jews blackmailed Pilate. They, they stirred up the rabble, they stirred up the crowd, and then they blackmailed Pilate. All right? They go up, they go up uh, 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 Jesus Christ before Pilate, and, and, and the chief priests and the elders, they say, hey, you know, <laughs> get the crowd stirred up, and, and they say, we want Barabbas. So you have this hidden hand back there stirring up the rabble, stirring up the crowd. You don't think that's any different today? Who do you think's behind uh, Antifa and BLM? George Soros money? Jewish money? No, you don't think so? It is. Jewish money. Oh, you can't name the Jew. That's anti-Semitic. The book of Acts does. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John do. First Thessalonians does. First John does. Second John does. The Revelation does. Jesus Christ does. All the apostles did. Why do you listen to the rules of people that murdered Jesus Christ? Why? Why? Well, I never thought about that way. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> help you think a little differently. Trying to help you think a little bit differently. According to the Holy Scriptures. And if what I'm saying is contrary to the Holy Scriptures, man, reject everything I had to say. And write me and tell me why I'm wrong. Please, by all means. It's over and over and over and over in the Scriptures. If you'll open up your eyes to see. If you have ears to, to hear and eyes to see. All right. Why do you think I've been talking a lot about lies and deception over the last month or two. Because this is what Satan does. People say, oh, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do some horrible, horrible sin or horrible act towards other people. The, devil, the devil's PhD is in, in causing people to think they're right, but they're really wrong. Okay, that's what he did to Eve. You look at what Eve did and you say, okay, fine, she ate the apple. Okay, all right, fine, she shouldn't eat the apple. But it's not like she sacrificed kids to Moloch. She was deceived. You, you think the devil's given up on his number one trick? If you go back and read the Revelation, what, what's his number one thing to do? He deceives the nations. He deceives the nations. Not Johnny and, and Susie and Tommy and Sally. He deceives nations. So people are convinced that evil is good and good is evil. The truth is falsehood and falsehood is truth. That's he, on a massive scale. That's Satan at work. And he uses his children, his own children, to do this. And one of the greatest deceptions he's done is gone in the church and convinced people that the people that reject Jesus Christ are somehow God's chosen people. You talk about inversion, complete inversion, utter inversion. And he's used Christian ministers to do this. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to name names. Y'all can figure this stuff out. All I'm asking you is go back and read the Holy Scriptures. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you want to narrow it down, Matthew and John are, <laughs> will blow you away. Focus on the, the seed of the serpent and, and, and the seed of the woman. Focus on Jesus Christ and who his arch enemies not only were, but are today. Oh, well, that was time past. That was 2,000 years ago. Okay, fine. Is, is John 3.16 gone because that was 2,000 years ago? You're making a big, fat mistake if that's your angle of attack. Well, we just want to be a New Testament church. Yeah, okay, fine. You like the book of Acts? 82 times. 
In the New American Standard Version, it mentions Jew or Jews. The three-letter word, J-E-W, mentions it. Go go to BibleGateway.com, look up the New American Standard Version, or whatever version you want, type in Jew. See what you come back with. Okay, this is a people that have dedicated their lives to Satan. Oh, but they dedicated their lives to God. Uh Uh-huh, another great deception. Great, great deception. I mean, Jesus Christ clears it up. He said, hey, they're the synagogue of Satan. He said that himself. That's the red. Jesus Christ, he said, hey, you are of your father, the Satan. You're of your father, Satan. Well, I just never heard that before. Why? It's in the Holy Scriptures. It's right there in the Bible. Well, you know, that was that, that back then. Okay, fine. So is your position that Jesus Christ doesn't matter today? Is that your position? I mean, your, 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 your theology crumbles into dust when you take that position. Is all, are all the scriptures that were written 2,000 years ago bunk now, just gone? Anything written before 280 A.D. just, you know, gone because that was for 2,000 years ago? Is that the position that you're taking theologically? Man, you, you, you tie yourself in a corner. Now, I realize, and I know for a fact, that that's exactly what a lot of churches have done. That's what a lot of churches have done. And that's why Jesus warned people, I feel like I'm talking in circles because it all comes down to this. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. They, they override what the Word says with their traditions. And you go into any main line church, and you get some priestess up there uh, spouting blasphemy. Blasphemy is slander. It's saying something that's untrue about the Almighty, and his, which it includes His Word. Oh, you know, God didn't really create the earth you know, 6,000 years ago. Um, you know, we evolved. That's blasphemy. It's slander. It's slander against God. It's slander against God. You don't need to say, uh, you know, oh, you know, you're just doing this theologically weird thing. Look, man, you're slandering the Most High God. You're slandering the Holy Spirit when you say that Jesus wasn't born of a virgin. You're slandering the Holy Spirit when you say that, 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 that demons gave Jesus the power to cast out devils. You're slandering that's slander against the Holy Spirit, which is, by the way, the unforgivable sin. So if, if Christians are out there saying, oh, well, all of this only applied 2,000 years ago, we've moved beyond that. I mean, either the Word of God is eternal or it's not. Either it's forever or it isn't. My God's forever. My God, Jesus Christ, is forever. So the Jews use in 2023 the exact same tactics, techniques, and procedures that they used 2,000 years ago. Why would it have changed? And in this war, we need to say, hey, I need some intel on the enemy. And the people out there looking around behind a bush trying to find a, a, a scary-looking ghost with a pitchfork and a couple of horns. <laughs> and I'm saying, no, man, he's right there. He's, the dude's right there. He's right there. I mean, do you think the, the Jews 2,000 years ago in the book of Acts said, oh, we don't know where you know, these, you know, the Holy Ghost is or the angels are, but we can't touch these Christians because you know, it's really some spirit behind them that we got to go after. No, man, they said we got to go crucify the, the Christians. They murdered Jesus Christ, and, and they began a great persecution physically against real human beings because they serve Jesus Christ. And they do the same thing today, whether it's the Jews or their disciples or some other antichrist religion. That's all. At the end of the day, it's all related. It's all related. They're all servants of Satan. 
So, oh, I think it was just a, a spirit of deception. Listen, the spirits work through people. They work through people. All right, if you got a Jewish scholar and he's writing things like we got to abolish the white race, well, you're watching the Antichrist at work. And the, and the church pretends it can't notice because the, the Jews have set up this law that, well, you can't notice us. You can't notice us at work. The Jews stir up the rabble, Antifa, BLM, riots funded by Jewish money, George Soros. Oh, we're not supposed to notice where the money came from. That's not fair. Well, they sure noticed who the Christians were. And they put them to, they put them to the, the flame and the cross in, in the book of Acts. And I'm not advocating any of that towards anybody, but you, Christians, you've got to open up your eyes, buddy. You've got to open up your eyes. The, word, the book of Acts is forever. and identifies the enemy and exactly how they work. They slander, they lie, they accuse, they stir up the crowds, Antifa, BLM. They set up laws that really aren't laws. Well, you're, you're bringing their blood against us. Oh, the Christians are accusing us of murdering Jesus Christ. They, say, they had the same accusation 2,000 years ago. Go read it. Go read it. Early chapters in the, in the book of Acts. Oh, you're bringing his blood upon our head, saying that uh, we murdered him. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we are. Not going to apologize for that. And they, they claim to be the innocent victims 2,000 years ago. Same thing today. Oh, it's anti-Semitic. Same garbage today as it was 2,000 years ago. Come on, Christian. Read your Bible. They stir up other people. They'll get other people to do their dirty work and then act uh, so self-righteous that they're so righteous that, that they're above it all. So they go and they bribe Judas. They bribe Judas to betray Jesus Christ. And then Jesus says, <laughs> Judas says, I think I did wrong. Here's your money back. Oh, no, we're too good for that. No, no, we're, we, we're disassociating ourselves from you. We're too self-righteous for that. And they go on like prissy little self-righteous hypocrites that they are. They stir up political leaders. They stirred up Pilate. They used blackmail against Pilate. I told you they used blackmail against Pilate. Pilate was going to let Jesus Christ go free. And Jesus says, hey, man. Or the Jews said, hey, listen, <laughs> Pilate. If you let him go free, you're no friends of Caesar's. And the book of Revelation says this false wife has uh, sits on many waters. They had Jews all over Rome. Some of them had the ear of, of the Caesar. They go a little whisper thing in Caesar. Hey, Pilate's not your friend. All right, he's supporting a, a guy that's trying to overturn your kingdom, your Roman kingdom. He claims to be a king. And Pilate has sided with him, Caesar. What do you think is going to happen to Pilate? He's going to get murdered. He's going to get killed. They do the same thing today. Do the same thing today. Make accusations. Oh, Christian nationalists, they're against the Constitution. They're against America. They're the devil incarnate. Same thing. It hasn't changed in 2,000 years. Man, I look forward to the day when the church grabs a hold of this. I look forward to the day when the church gets this. And the slander, they'll go out and say, oh, you know, the, the, the blah, 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 all the little... Not any different today than 2,000 years ago. They try to dominate the narrative, maybe by owning movies, newspapers, news outlets, controlling the narrative. Oh, they did that 2,000 years ago. They ran around and they told people, hey man, this guy's not from God. He's, he's demon-possessed. In the book of Acts, they go from cities, they follow the disciples around to stir up 
and embitter people against the apostles, to embitter people against the apostles. Same thing they do today. Oh, they're racist, they're Hitler, they're Nazis. This is, it's not any different than 2,000 years ago. Man, I'm looking forward to when the church gets a hold of this. It's going to explode, man. The church is going to be rightly upset. When the deception is lifted, and when the church understands that the Antichrist is here, and physically here and in force and in power, and when, and when, the, when, the, when the church repents of bending the knee to the Antichrist, and when they start listening to Jesus Christ who says in, in Revelation 18, verse 4, come out of her midst, come out of her, man, come out of her midst. So you don't share her plagues. You've got too many Christians that have converted to Judeo-Christianity. Layer man-made traditions over the Word of God. Reject what Jesus Christ said. Again, great theme that I've got at, at, at uh, bloodandfaith.com. I've talked about this for quite a while. They don't want Jesus 1.0. They don't like him. He's very offensive. And please remember this. That's part of Christ's identity. He's a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. He offended many people who followed him. Many turned away from following him because he offended them. He looks at his own 12. He says, hey, man, you want to go too? Go for it. You want to go too? He says, well, we ain't got nowhere to go, man. We already got kicked out of the synagogue. So they stayed with him. The disciples says, Jesus, you don't, don't you know you're offending the, the Jews? You're offending them. You're offending the Pharisees who taught the Talmud which is Judaism. Jesus said, I don't care. They're, they're, they're blind guides. They're leading the blind. They're going to go into the pit. Everybody who follows them is going to go into the pit. And they go around, they convert people, and they, and they make their converts twice the sons of hell that they already are. It's all there, man. It's all there. It's right there in the Gospels. Well, I believe, I read the red. I just read the red because that's the words of Jesus. Those are the words of Jesus. Those are his words. And they're using the same things today in 2023 as they did 2,000 years ago. And what does Satan do? He's the deceiver. And so he's deceived the church so they can't see these holy scriptures. It's right there. It's in black and white, in red. If you don't believe me, believe the Jews. Go read what the Jews say about the, the, the New Testament. I, there's a reason I call it Greek scriptures, but you know, fine, New Testament. Go read what they have to say about it. And you got these Christians bending over backwards. Oh, no, no, the Holy Scriptures aren't anti-Semitic. Why do you even bow down to that term? Why does that term even mean anything to you? As if that is the standard of conduct. It's a, it's a, it's a garbage term. It's a term that should be rejected. So we're in a battle. This is what they do. They lie. They set up a false morality. They twist the Holy Scriptures. Remember, Matthew chapter 15. They go to Jesus. How come you're not following our traditions? What, what, you know, the way we look at things. And man, Jesus Christ lit into him. He says, why do you abuse the Word of God and, and violate the, the Ten Commandments? And the, and very interesting. The, the, the commandment that he went after is the Fifth Commandment, which says, honor your father and mother. <coughs> It's the foundation of loyalty to our ancestors. Jesus Christ preached loyalty to one's ancestors. The Jews preached loyalty to false idols, false nations, false gods, false institutions that are not of biblical origin. Oh, don't give your money to your parents. Um, 
honor your parents by giving the money to us. <laughs> Race loyalty is fundamentally biblical. My God, it's so thick in the Bible. You, you, you can't avoid it unless you purposely try to. That's why the church is bankrupt. That's why they have no effect on society. You know, 90% of the Bible, you just, boom, it's gone. Well, it, no, it doesn't mean that means something else. And so that's why you get the same old sermons every Sunday morning from the pastor at church. You know, two years, 24 months later, you start recycling them. 15 ways to pray better, how to fast, 25 ways how not to sin, and on and on and on and on. And the, and the devil don't care. The devil doesn't care what the evangelical church does. It don't care. Does not care. You know why? Because they're missing the mark. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter. They're not talking about things that matter. Who's the father of the nations? It's Jesus Christ. Oh, but we're all one in Christ. Galatians 8, or 3.28. It's like, man, if you believe that. And here's the problem. They do believe that. And so they get single-sex bathrooms, and they get gay marriage. That's the scripture where it says there's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female in Christ. Last I checked, when mama get, has a baby, it comes out as a boy or a girl. It doesn't come out unisex. Are you trying to tell me that, that, that God doesn't know what he's doing? Trying to validate homosexual marriage? Single-sex bathrooms? Church, man. Th th this is what Satan did to Jesus Christ. It's, it, Jesus Christ goes out for the... And I'll wrap up in a minute. I'm going long. Jesus Christ goes out and gets tempted by the devil, starts quoting scriptures to him. <laughs> Jesus quoted He said, you twisted little serpent. You twist things like that. And the church, ch church is so willing to get twisted in order to stay on the friendly side of those who murdered Jesus Christ. Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com. See you.